It is poignant that this Shabbat marks the beginning of our new secular year, 2016, as well as the beginning of a new book in our Torah reading cycle, the book of Shemot, the book of Exodus. And so, in the spirit of looking back into 2015, as well as looking forward, like the Israelites in the book of Exodus, tonight I am bringing to you my own version with a little help from a variety of other top 10 lists for the year, the top 10 Jewish moments of 2015. Now, to be clear, I am well aware that 2015 has been a year full of good and also, and perhaps especially, hard news. And I have given sermons on plenty of that bad news. But tonight, as we stand looking out into the future, looking out away from Egypt and into the wilderness with that land of milk and honey in the future, I would like to focus our attention on moments from the past year that might give us a little bit of hope and perhaps a little humor to take us into the year ahead. So with that said, my top 10 moments. Number 10, starting off with a win in the realm of Israel politics, Jewish reggae vocalist Matisse Yahu, who I happened to go to college with, played at a Spanish reggae festival that he had previously been disinvited from. That's right, after enormous pressure from the boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement, Matisse Yahu was disinvited, which was horrible. However, this blatantly anti-Semitic move backfired, and at least for a moment, there was real clarity that banning an artist for being a Jew crossed the line from fair political activity into anti-Semitic action. In a hopeful sign, Jews and our allies around the world responded with shock and protest and Matisse Yahu was back on that stage performing, perhaps a bit defiantly, despite the presence of BDS protesters. Tonight was difficult but special, he wrote on his Facebook page. Thank you to everyone who made it possible. Every chance to make music is a blessing. Number nine, Reform Judaism became the largest religious denomination to welcome transgender individuals. This was a huge moment for our movement. We can all be proud that yet again, Reform Judaism leads not only the Jewish people, but all religious communities in what we are now calling audacious hospitality. Number eight. Meanwhile, back in Spain, where it was apparently a very busy year for Jews, the Spanish government made good on its promise to atone for the Inquisition. After several years of debate, the government passed a law offering citizenship to the descendants of Sephardic Jews all around the world. Estimates vary, but up to 3.5 million Jews traced their lineage to Spain, and 4,302 of those Jews were given citizenship this year. Number seven. This one has to be included in the list, and that is, without a doubt, Larry David's Bernie Sanders impersonation on SNL. <laughs> While I am not making any comment about the upcoming election, there was just something that made us all a little proud about the way Larry David played a Brooklyn Jew that night. Were my grandmother or great aunt to have been watching this, may their memories be for a blessing, they would have participated in an important family tradition. Whoever saw the television first would race to the telephone, urgently dial her sister's phone number, and immediately upon the other answering, scream into the phone, Channel 4, it's Jewish. <laughs> Here's to an election year filled with a little humor to remind us not to take things too seriously. Number six, 
Catholics and Jews marked the 50th anniversary of Nostra Aetate. The, de the, the declaration, Latin for in our time, was approved at the Second Vatican Council in 1965, setting in motion a half century of greatly improved relations between Catholics and Jews. One of the most significant lines of the document reads, in her rejection of every persecution against man, the church, mindful of the patrimony she shares with Jews, and moved not by political reasons, but by the gospel's spiritual love, decries hatred, persecutions, displays of anti-Semitism directed at Jews at any time and by anyone. Here's to another 50 years of warm relations. Number five, Mishkan HaNefesh, the new reform high holiday prayer book was published. We're going to start using it next year at High Holidays here at Emmanuel. And this new machzor puts into action that very audacious hospitality that I just spoke about for the reform movement. It includes all of the beautiful traditional liturgy as well as important feminist translations and other innovations that will continue to make our High Holy Day services accessible to all. Number four, Reform Judaism won the largest delegation at the World Zionist Congress. Reform Jews for Israel, a partnership of the Reform and Reconstructionist Jewish movements, won 56 out of 145 seats at the 37th World Zionist Congress, almost 40% of the U.S. delegation, and as many seats as the next two states combined. We are especially proud that our own Rabbi Sidney Mintz was among the delegates that helped this important win for progressive Judaism in Israel take place. Number three, over 200 Reformed Jews, most of them rabbis, including Rabbi Beth Singer, my husband Fran, and me, participated in the NAACP's Journey for Justice. This was a historic nearly 1,000-mile march from Selma, Alabama, to Washington, D.C., carrying a Torah on foot the entire way. Together with allies, we marched to advance a national agenda that protects the right of every American to a fair criminal justice system, uncorrupted and unfettered access to the ballot box, sustainable jobs with a living wage, and equitable education. We were proud to represent Emmanuel, who on this very bima hosted Rever Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as we carried that Torah scroll across the Edmund Pettus Bridge and beyond. Number two. Women prayed at the Kotel, the Western Wall, with a full-size Torah scroll. This past April, after 26 years of brave activism, women of the Wall read from a full-size Torah scroll on the women's section, thanks to men in the men's section who passed it over the mechitza that divides the Wall's gender-specified prayer spaces. And if you have not already done this, I would urge you to Google pictures of this historic moment when you do, you will almost certainly see pictures of our co-senior Rabbi Beth Singer dancing joyously with that Torah scroll. Let's not only hope, but work to make sure that 2016 brings more equality for women in religious life in Israel. And number one is for you. I would not be doing my rabbinic duty were I not to remind you that we Jews have our own new year, and we celebrated this past fall on Rosh Hashanah. For just a moment, I want to invite you to go back to Rosh Hashanah, to our new year, and just do a little spiritual check-in. What promises did you make? What work did you do? And how's that work going now? Be gentle on yourself. It's not a guilty moment. It's just a check-in. 
And so I hope that we look into 2015 and see it as a year, look back to 2015 and see it as a year that held a lot of challenges, but also hold on to the great successes that we had and let those successes give us hope for the future. Shabbat Shalom and Happy New Year.